1: Sound of rushing mighty wind The Holy Ghost begin to be poured out upon all men wow. hmm, hmm, hmm. This, is this is that Spoken by the prophet Joel. Spoken by the prophet this is, this is that Spoken by the prophet Joel. Spoken by the prophet, by the prophet In the last days I pour out my spirit said the Lord Just What to think? Some begin to mock and said they've had too much to drink. Peter said these men are not drunk as yeah, she supposed. Here comes the preaching and the wheel begin to flow. They caught up in and breathed, what shall we do? Repent and be baptized, every one of you. I'm on oh, Lord, hey, it's been two thousand years and the wind's still blowing, the rain's still falling, and the well's still flowing. The promise hasn't ended. You can't dispute the facts. The fire's still burning, just like the Book of Acts. He fills you with the Spirit, you will speak with other tongues. That's still the way that the Holy Ghost comes. Ha, 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 ha. This is it. Still bad, Spoken by the prophet. yours
2: Hello everyone, Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio program broadcasting live from the studios of KDIX AM, Dickinson, North Dakota, and we are glad to have you with us tonight. As you probably know, this is a live radio broadcast that we do every week, every Sunday night from 8.06 Mountain Time to 9.06, and it's also picked up by Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2, so we are glad to have you listening whichever way that you are listening and we've got a bunch of people texting me, telling me they're listening already. So these are some people that are, many of them are good friends of mine, and, and I'm glad that you're listening. We've got, let me just look here, uh, we've got Brother Paul uh, listening tonight from Wapiton, Brother Jones listening from Minneapolis. We have Sister Brett's listening up in Kildare, uh, Brother Johnson listening in Mesa, Arizona tonight, and uh, Lori out in in Southheart listening, uh, Tina from Kildare listening we've got let's see anybody else's people are still texting me so i haven't checked my emails yet but we've got people listening to to us on the tell it like it is radio show you can be part of this program by texting me 701-290-7862 or you can email me robertsimons58 at gmail.com and i do get some emails and some from interesting places at the time so it's um, always kind of exciting there of course our target audience is right here in Dickinson North Dakota sister Yvonne sister Marin listening tonight they just tuned in Tim listening in North Carolina so we had a great service today The um, uh, Miller's just texted in they're listening in beach we uh, we had a lot of visitors in church today like we always have a, visitors but today was exceptional we had a little girl that was baptized a little girl named Millie that was baptized today and Many of her family members came. They're not Pentecostal people. But we're so glad to have them in church with us and uh, hope that God um, blessed them and gave them direction for being there. Um, and I just, in fact, I've, I've got, well, I'm not going to say that right now, but let's see, i got my guitar in the studio. We're going to probably be listening to some Greg McCool music tonight, which my mom hates, that type of music. It's a country Gospel. She sound. She. I think she just doesn't like. Uh, she doesn't like that kind of music. So, mom, if you're listening in Bismarck tonight, I got a mother in Bismarck that I just love so much. What a good mom she has been and still is, and um, one of the people in my life that I know that just never. I just don't know if I've ever heard her complain about anything. My mom, and uh, and that's just. I mean, it's just a rare. I wished her son was a little more like her, but. <laughs> because I, sometimes I find myself complaining about things. Maybe I'll do a little complaining tonight. And I want to turn your attention to Proverbs chapter 9, verses 7 through 10. If you were in our church service today, this these are the texts I took today. I'll be using some of the same scriptures, the same topic. Uh, there's more to it, but uh, if you were in church today, you're going to hear some of the same things that I preached there. Proverbs 9, 7 through 10, He that reproveth a scorner getteth to himself shame. And he that rebuketh a wicked man getteth himself a blot, or he could even get hurt. That's what that means. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee, rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. Give instruction to a wise man, he will yet be wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. So, I just came from a conference, a really good conference in Minot called the Gap Conference. It's something we go to every year. They had some great speakers this year. Uh, Brother David Smith, Patrick Kelly, and Ben Weeks. And uh, and what a tremendous job they did. And, and some of the things they talked about are what I'm going to talk about tonight on the air. Some of the topics they talked about, especially Brother Weeks talked to, to a minister's meeting about about how we're You know, we can't really fix people's problems. You know, we can't. We're not Jesus. You know, I'm not the Savior. You know, I've said for years I don't have a magic wand that I can wave over you and make everything go away. Uh, There are things that you have to certainly be part of for God to do a work in your life. There's obedience that's required, and sometimes things are such a mess that it just takes a little time to get things back in order. That's, That's true. You know, if you spent 20 years messing up something god certainly can work miracles but many times we have to work through some of those things and so you know as i told our church today my wife and i are available to counsel people and try to help people that are willing to listen to us we we um you know we we would be glad to do that we we really are now if you if you're not really wanting to listen i'm not really wanting to counsel And most of my counseling that I do as a pastor is done across, you know, on our Sunday services and our Sunday Bible teaching and our Wednesday night services. I try to counsel from the Word of God. That's what preaching and teaching really is. And and so if you don't hear that or if you won't apply that, a one-on-one meeting with myself or my wife or with my wife and I both, Sometimes isn't going to do you any good if you won't listen to the preaching and teaching. Now, this, these verses say that if you reprove a scorner, you're going to you're going to get shame, and if you rebuke a wicked man, you could even get hurt. And so it says not to reprove a scorner or a person that doesn't want to listen, <coughs> because they'll end up hating you. Um, and honestly, I'll tell you, sometimes, you know, it is it is sad when people dislike you if you're a pastor, and not just talking about myself now, but any any leadership person, that people dislike you because you tell them the truth. The Apostle Paul said, have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? And so, I it's sometimes, not, not a lot, but, you know, and I'm not, here again, I'm doing a little complaining. My mom doesn't complain, but I do a little bit. Sometimes I do get a little down because I get blamed for people's problems, or maybe their children's problems, because of what I didn't do, because I didn't bring out my magic wand fast enough, uh, and so on. And I do believe that I I will take some responsibility. I think that that I could and I can pray more. I can try to be a better man of God. I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that I have no responsibility. But what I'm I said all that as an introduction to say that a lot of the times you know it's it's the person that's having the problem that has to be actively involved with the change i think the best because i'm not jesus the best that i can do or any pastor can do to help you is to point you in the right direction you know the um you know the idea of getting mad at a pastor because he's not fixing things for you he may be trying but you still have to be willing to listen and and actually, quit talking about how nobody understands or people just don't understand, or you know, are trying to prove how right you are, or defending yourself. Um, the the um, you know the apostle Paul. Well, let me just say this: Solomon said, "Rebuke not a scorner, reprove not a scorner." But in the New Testament, the Bible says we're supposed to preach the gospel to every creature. So we are supposed to try to help everybody preach and let the chips fall where they may and so there's a little difference in the new testament and the old testament but but i will tell you and i i don't want to and i've already spent probably too much time on this but over the years i have had people that were upset with me as a pastor because things weren't going well in their life and i'm not jesus i'm not if you won't listen to some of the sim, you know, folks. Let me just tell you this: I heard some tremendous preaching this weekend, uh, Friday night. A masterpiece message by a guy named Kelly Patrick, and I listened to that. And I thought that's not me, you know. Like it was a masterpiece uh, oratory. Uh, his, his uh, even his um, grammar, you know, his his oratory skills. Uh, I'm not trying to act humble here, but it's not me. But I'm not feeling bad about me because I preach simple things, easy to understand things. And I don't want to back up or apologize for that because I don't want anybody to walk away from anything I say not understanding what I said. And tonight's not going to be an exception to that. So if you... Are a person maybe you're a person that has walked away from a, from God and you live here in Dickinson North Dakota and you're like, "Well, you never helped me much, pastor." You know, I came to your church all those years and you never helped me much. Tonight I want you to examine that. I want you to think was I supposed to fix it or were you supposed to fix it with God's help? So we're going to talk about three things tonight. Some people learn by listening. Some people learn by experience, and some people never learn. Okay, Mom, you can close your ears, because my mom does not like this kind of Christian music, but we're going to play some Greg McCool here.
1: He's
3: in room 211 with a bottle in his hand. Another broken life, another wasted man, he lost his home and family two years ago in May, that's a day he bought a heartache he can't afford to pay. his life he sealed it with a kiss the cause was paradise 30 silver pieces bought him more than he could know
2: Master Bob here, that was Greg McCool, high cost of low living. I'll play maybe a couple more selections of his tonight. Uh, wow, thank you for all the texting and some of the really nice things people are saying. Hey, and by the way, this is the rule of the It Is Show. You can't text me not, you can't say bad things to me, okay? <laughs> no, you can criticize me, that's fine. Just be nice. We've got uh, Brother Fuller saying nice stuff. We've got uh, the, D- the Dickey family listening up north of Belfield tonight. We've got uh, brother Pastor Belgard up in Dunseith. You know he should be doing this program tonight. He goes praise the Lord, brother Simons. We were just talking about that today. Some people expect a pastor to fix their problems, but rarely take their advice. Well, wow, that you know what you just summed up the whole program just like that. Okay, I'm cutting out early. No, I'll, I'll probably finish here. The um, but we we do have a personal responsibility. So, three, three areas tonight. Some, some people learn, the wisest people learn by listening. People say experience is the best teacher. That's not true. Experience is the second best teacher. The best teacher is somebody that's a wise person that will listen. That's the best teacher. The best student, I should say, is a person that doesn't have to try methamphetamines to find out it's bad. <laughs> you know, that's a good student, you know, you can find out. You don't have to start drinking to find out all the problems with alcohol. Um, the best testimonies in 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 a Christian church and a Pentecostal church are the ones where people said, "You know, I I came to God when I was young, and this is all I've ever wanted, and I haven't ever looked any other direction." That's the best testimonies. Those are the type of testimonies we have. A church full of kids. We've got so many kids in our church, just, I mean, lots of kids, lots of children, and and my prayer for them, my really my prayer for them is that they will not think that they have to try to learn by experience. You know, learning by listening is a mark of a wise person. It's what the book of Proverbs is all about. That's why in our opening text, when it says, give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser teach a just man and he will increase in learning. Like you're not so smart that you think you know everything already. You know, they're, they're um, um, in the construction trade that I've done for all these years that I've been part of. And I've really, really have enjoyed. And it's been a great living. If anybody uh, wants to looking for a career for themselves, or maybe trying to steer their children into a career, I, the trades are just great. I mean, working with your hands, uh, the, the physical activity outside. In, for, for instance, with us, it's outside and new job sites all the time, meeting new people. Uh, and the money's great. I mean, it really is. But after all these years, you know, after the 43 years that I've been involved with this trade, we own a construction business here in, in Dickinson, North Dakota, and I still learn new things, new ways of doing things. And when I learn those things uh, it 's so interesting to me, and sometimes I smile to myself that i 've been doing this uh, a harder way or not as an efficient way all these years, and i 've learned a new way and sometimes you can learn new ways of doing things from people that don 't even um, have maybe are not really experienced, but they they have a new fresh look at something and you can learn a new thing this concept of learning by listening is the mark of a wise person, of a successful person, and a person that will be wise with God. Like, for instance, in this broadcast, you know, we don't talk about it all the time, but every broadcast I bring up Acts 2.38. It's one of the things I do. Um, Acts 2.38, in a nutshell, is a scripture that tells us how to be saved, how to get to heaven, how to be right with God. And and uh, when Peter was asked, he was preaching on the day of Pentecost, this is the birthday of the Christian church, Peter was asked while he was preaching, men and brothers, what shall we do? What, what do we need to do about this Jesus that was crucified for us? And he died for our sins. And Peter said these words. He said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost now that's acts 238 and this tells us how to be saved the word this this uh, no matter what you think salvation is no matter if you think it's the sacraments or you think it's the um, going to church or you think and and certainly going to church is part of uh, being right with god and, and so on but being saved being right with god It has to do with faith, it has to do with repentance, which means surrendering your life to God, submitting your will to God's will, and then being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. The word baptized means to be immersed, just like we baptized somebody at our church today. They were dunked completely under the water. If you have not been dunked under the water, you've not been baptized. If they sprinkle water on your head, that's not baptism. And we baptize according to the scripture in the name of Jesus Christ. And the reason we do is because we're, we are obeying the scripture in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, where Jesus says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names, and he didn't say in the names of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. He was saying in a a name, a singular name, and in the book of Acts, every time you read how somebody was baptized, and it tells what they said when they baptized them, they said in the name of Jesus Christ, the name of the Lord Jesus, in the name of the Lord, which is Jesus. So why did I say that? Well, a wise person, let's say you know something about the Bible, but you've never been baptized correctly. A wise person is not so proud that they won't get baptized right. And over the years, I've had the um, the uh, privilege of baptizing pastors, Other, I mean other pastors, youth pastor. I've baptized uh, people that were very well educated in Scripture, but they didn't see this. The mark of a wise person is if you show him, if you correct him, he'll be wiser still. Don't be so stinking proud that you can't learn something new about God. Now, there's an example in the Bible of this. a man named Naaman who was a a great general of, of the Syrians, and he had leprosy, and he was told that there was a prophet in Elisha that could probably heal your leprosy. So Naaman went to find this Elisha, and he found him, and when he got to Elisha's place, Elisha didn't come out to greet him. He didn't come out to talk to him. He sent a messenger out to Naaman, and he said this. He said, go wash in the Jordan River seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. So he told Naaman, go, go jump in the lake. I mean, go jump in the river. He told him, go wash in the Jordan River seven times. But the Bible said in Second Kings chapter five and verse eleven that Naaman was upset, he was wroth, and he left. And he said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. Aren't the rivers that where I come from of Damascus, aren't they better than these muddy muddy Jordan river of Israel? Can I wash in them and be clean? Now, you might say, well, Naaman was was an angry man. He was angry, but he wasn't a fool. And I can prove that to you because in the next verse, Naaman's servants came up to him and said, Father, if the prophet had bid thee to do some great thing, wouldest thou not have done it? How much rather then when he saith unto thee, wash and be clean? And so Naaman went and washed and dipped himself in the Jordan River seven times, and when he came out the seventh time, his leprosy was gone. This is a mark of a wise person. Naaman was a wise man because his servants reproved him. They gently, in a respectful way, they rebuked him. And instead of being angry at the rebuke, he listened to them. The wisest people are ones that listen to the wisdom of God. Proverbs 17.10 says, A reproof entereth more into a wise man than a hundred stripes into a fool. If you're a fool, I mean, the policeman can hit you over the head with the billy club. He can tase you. He can pepper spray you. You can spend 30 days in jail. And you won't, if you're a fool, that won't teach you a lesson. But if you're a wise man, a simple word can teach you a lesson. That's what that scripture's saying. You know, this this um First uh, Corinthians eleven thirty one, I'll bring this out on Wednesday night. We're gonna have a communion service at our church Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, and after that, Pastor Bob's gonna make supper for everybody, kind of. 1 Corinthians 11.31, for if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. So what it's saying here, if we judge ourselves, like if you hear wisdom, you don't have to be hit in the head by the billy club. You don't have to be tased. You know, when the policeman says, stop, you know, and raise your hands, a wise man would do that. (laughs) <laughs> he's not going to go for his um, his um, mints in his pocket right at that <laughs> time. He'll probably get shot. See, reproof entereth more into a wise man than a hundred stripes into a fool. And Proverbs 15.32 says, He that refuseth instruction despiseth his own soul. So the smartest people there are are the ones that learn by listening. Like Brother Fuller said, they have a teachable spirit. Um, the, um, you know, this, this, um, you know, there, there, you know, I've got people texting me uh, stuff and it's all so good. Uh, James, Brother Griffith, James one twenty two be ye a doer of the word and, not a hearer only deceiving your own selves. Um, you know, this, this this idea that the best teacher is experience really isn't true. And there are some things, unfortunately, you don't get another chance at. You know, sometimes um, people say, well, yeah, I, I tried meth, and now I learned that that's a bad thing. Well, sometimes you never recover. You know, sometimes, I mean, occasionally you hear of the person that gets in a car wreck or overdoses on their first time of trying something like that. You know, so this idea that, well, I'm going to try it and then I'll have my own story to tell, that's not wisdom. It really isn't. Um, you know, this... this um, and And secondly... Some people learn by experience, but I, I I just don't really want to, I just don't want to go, you know, I don't want to leave this. I I don't want to go to this. Um, you know, I, in 1998, there was a 81 year old guy named Robert Cooper Schmidt. And he was, had no flying experience, but he was up in a little plane. Um, he was he was flying with his 52-year-old friend, a guy named Wesley Sickle, and they were flying from Indianapolis to Muncie, Indiana. But during the flight, Wesley Sickle died, the pilot. He slumped over and died at the controls. And this Cessna 172 was a single-engine plane, and it began to nosedive. And, and this Cooper Schmidt, this Robert, grabbed the controls, and he got on the radio and pleaded for help. Now, nearby, there were two pilots that heard the call, and they they uh, were up in the air, and they flew over to where this Robert was at, and they began to fly and circle and give him instructions on the radio. These two experienced pilots began to give him instructions and teach him how to fly this plane. They circled this airport three times before this frantic and, totally inexperienced 81-year-old man was ready to attempt the landing. He just kept, no, I can't do it, I can't do it. Well, the emergency vehicles were called out. Uh, it, they, everybody felt like it was going to be a disaster. Um, witnesses there said the, the plane's nose nudged the center line, bounced a few times before the tail hit the ground. The, the Cessna ended up in the in a soggy patch of grass next to the runway And amazingly, this 81-year-old man was not hurt. But this 81-year-old man listened and followed the instructions of these two pilots that were guiding him down. And he did it like his life depended on it, which it did. You know, I'm telling you folks, listening is the way to success with God. Like Brother Belgarde said, uh, many people are expecting a pastor, somebody like me, to fix their problems, but rarely will they take their pastor's advice, and I'm fresh out of magic wands. (laughs) All I've got is the Word of God. Pastor Bob, tell it like it is radio show. You're listening to a live program from Dickinson, North Dakota, KDIX AM. Let's listen to another Greg McCool song. I might play my guitar tonight, too.
3: When he jumped off the bus and he went across the parking lot. He wore a hand-me-down suit, tennis shoes, and a tie. He's looking hot. A birthday bible in his right hand he got last year when he... Turn 10. They pick him up every Sunday at the edge of the trailer park. Oh, he's a bus boy from the wrong side of the track. He's a bus boy. Now, how about that? He doesn't look like much, but he's got something deep inside. Oh, oh, he's a bus boy with a burning desire. He's a bus boy Well his soul is on fire When the able ain't willing God can even use a bus boy He goes to Sunday school class But his teacher thinks that he's a pest Seems like he always has a lot more questions Than all of the rest Other kids' Bibles all look brand new But his pages look worn and used He might look like a boy But the giant killer was a boy too Oh, he's a father Burned aside, he's a bus boy. Well, his soul is on fire. When the able ain't willing, God
1: can even use
3: a bus boy.
2: That bus boy's gonna be. that song to a man named Pat Cazza. He's a came to church. Our church is just a kid in Sunday school and now he's a minister in our church and he and his wife head up our team that goes down to the women's prison and preaches and um, I think the world of them. And I have, uh, I love that song, Busboy. <laughs> Busboy drove his Sunday school's tre- teachers crazy and then one day he walks in he's the pastor there. Talking about this concept, uh, we can make this easier or hard. You can learn by listening, you can learn by experience, or maybe you'll never learn. Second example I give today after Naaman is a man named King Manasseh in Second Chronicles. He was a king, and oh, by the way, thank you all for listening and texting me. You can text me 701-290-7862. Let me know you're listening. Let me know how you're listening. We see a king, King Manasseh, and the Bible said he was an evil king. He did terrible things. You can read this all in 2 Chronicles 33. He really did. He, he was a, um, I mean, just just really outrageous, evil king. And the Bible said in verse 10 that the Lord spake to Manasseh and to his people, but they wouldn't hearken. So God sent prophets to Manasseh. In fact, he wasn't good to those prophets. And then the Bible said in verse 11, so the so Manasseh was not smart enough to learn by listening. But in verse 11 of Second Chronicles 33, the Lord brought upon him the captains of the host of the king of Assyria, which took Manasseh among the thorns and bound him with fetters. Uh, in other versions it talks about nose rings, and they, a nose ring, and they carried him to Babylon. And when he was in affliction, he besought the Lord his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his fathers and prayed unto him, and he was entreated of him, and he heard his supplication, and brought him again to Jerusalem into his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that the Lord he was God. You see, if you learn by experience, I'm glad you're still learning, and that's, I'm, you know, and that's as, as good as it gets sometimes. You know, I'm trying now. Once you've learned by experience, let's start learning by listening. Let's not. You don't have to keep jumping off the cliff to find out that the law of gravity. Is, you don't want to break it you know this manasseh learned by experience god sent prophets to him some reason god loved manasseh so much that he let him live until he could learn his lesson now there were other kings there in 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 book of first second kings first and second chronicles that didn't get that chance or if they did they kept turning it down i'm convinced that there are people, and I'm, I believe this, I come on the radio to, that there are people listening to this program tonight that you are down on your luck. You've tried it your way. You, you won't listen to God. You won't listen to the things of God. You're smarter than that, kind of like a young friend of mine told me many years ago. He worked for me. He told me, he said, you know, that living for God sounds too hard to me. Well, after spending, I don't know, altogether probably since that day, maybe the next, not the next, he's been in and out, in and out, but probably a total of 15 or 20 years in prison. You know, I told him one day, it sounds to me like the way you've been doing it's pretty hard. In fact, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs that the way of the transgressor is hard. When you go against the law of God, and you go against the wisdom of God, God in his great mercy will teach you a different way. See, God means to teach you by listening to the teacher. But if you won't listen to the teacher, you might end up in the principal's office. Like God intends to whisper in our ear, but if we won't listen, he'll start yelling. And if we won't listen, he'll pick up a two-by-four and whack us on the head. Oh, God's mean? No, he wants us to go to heaven. See, the reason the way of the transgressor or the way of the person that goes against God is hard is because God loves us. See, that's why everything the devil has brings you to misery. You know that song that I played earlier called The High Cost of Low Living, the reason that people are miserable in sin, once sin has its effect. Now, at first it seems fun, but the end result of sin is always misery. Why? That's the goodness of God. The goodness of God leadeth us to repentance. That's one of the reasons sin is bitter. And I've got a list of people in my life that have learned the hard way, but thank God they've learned. There's a young man, or he's not a young man anymore. He's a little younger than I am. He used to attend our church here in Dickinson. He was, uh, he came into this Acts 2.38 message. He was a youth pastor at a different church. But he saw Acts 2.38. I baptized him in Jesus' name. He had received the Holy Ghost earlier than that. And he was living for God, but because his marriage went sour, he became bitter and walked away from God, and now sits in a penitentiary in the state of Washington for murder. But in that penitentiary, this friend of mine has given his life back to God. And in that penitentiary, he has been baptizing people in the name of Jesus because he can't find a chaplain that will baptize them that way. In this penitentiary, he's reached out to his mother who's now going to a Pentecostal church somewhere near Seattle. And his stepdad is also, he's the usher in that church. He's been filled with the Holy Ghost. And his mom and stepdad both. And his sister goes to that church, and she's living for God. You see, he learned... The hard way, but he still learned. Unfortunately, somebody died because he's a murderer. He'll never get out of prison. I've got another friend that a few years in Bel- ago in Belfield killed his girlfriend wife. He's in the penitentiary in Bismarck, and in that pen, he calls me, he writes me letters. He's serving the Lord there. But he learned... The hard way. You see, God loves you so much that if you won't listen to him, he still tries to teach you, but it's going to get harder and harder and harder. I'll probably end with that thought, but you know, the, the scripture says that in Luke chapter 11 and 27, it says, and it came to pass as he spake these things Jesus was speaking, a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said unto him, Blessed is the womb that bear thee, and the paps which thou hast sucked. I keep she was saying, You know, your mom bless your mom for having you. And Jesus said this. But he said, Yea, rather, blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. You know, Pastor Bob believes in miracles. I believe in prayer. I believe God can heal. I believe God can touch. I believe God can deliver people from problems. But if you think that I can do this for you without you being part of this, I can't. All through the Scripture, you're going to find out how the answer comes, usually through obedience to what God says. Very rarely does God do everything when it comes to miracles. Even in the promised land, when God said, go to the promised land, I'm going to give it to you, <laughs> they had to still fight the battles. They still had to march. They were not transported there. I mean, God didn't kill all the inhabitants of the land with with uh, lions and bears and hornets. You know, he, he did use those things. But he's, God's people were still actively part of the solution. I mean, God's not like writing you welfare checks or stimulus checks. He, You know, you still have to be part of this. And if you won't listen to the wisdom of God in your life, it's not going to work. You know, a uh, uh, brother Griffith texted me that scripture in James, James chapter 1. Be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. If any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man beholding his natural face in a in a glass, in a mirror. He beholdeth himself, and he goeth his way, straightway he forget what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. It's so important that you hear the word of God. Yes, yes. You can be saved when God hits you in the head with a two by four. But listen to the word of God. Make sure you have the right instructor. I was just reading a story before this radio show. This was this was in a, a national magazine many years ago. But there was a it was a, a photographer that was going to take some pictures of a forest fire. So he jumped in this small plane. He he was told that a small plane would be waiting for him at the airport to fly him over the fire. So the photograph. this photographer arrived at the airport an hour before sundown, and sure enough, there was a little Cessna airplane stood there waiting. He jumped in with his equipment and shouted, Let's go! And the pilot, who was kind of a tense-looking guy, uh, turned the plane into the wind, and soon they were in the air. And he was flying kind of erratically, and and uh, the, the photographer said, Fly over the north side of the fire and make several low-level passes. And the pilot said, why? He goes, well, I'm a, I'm going to take pictures, yelled the photographer. I'm a photographer. Photographers take pictures. And the pilot replied, you mean you're not the pilot? This This guy was a student pilot, and he thought the guy that jumped in the plane was the pilot. <laughs> you better make sure you're in the plane with the right pilot. You know... We walk by faith, not by sight. But faith is listening to the word of God and then doing it. You know, the, I'm not talking about just being assertive. I'm talking about listening to the right voices in our life. One of my favorite stories, I, I heard it years ago, and I just reread it again tonight, just before I came on here. But there was a there was years ago there was a there was uh, there was a telegraph office looking for a person to work there. There was a whole bunch of people in this office waiting for interviews. And a man walked into the office, and he wasn't the first person there. There was a bunch of people there ahead of him, and he took a chair. And in the background, they could hear the telegraph machine going off. You know, click, 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 click. Well, this man that had walked in late jumped up, walked into the office, and he got the job. And everybody that had been waiting there longer, was they were kind of mad, like, why did he get the interview and we didn't? And because the guy inside the office was clicking out a message on the telegraph, and he said, if you understand this message, come in and you could have an interview. We need to be listening to the Word of God in our life. We need to be listening. And if you haven't been listening, and now you found yourself in a tough place, God still loves you. Don't, Job said it this way, don't despise the chastening of the Almighty. One of Job's friends said this. For he maketh sore, and he bindeth up. He woundeth, and his hands make whole. When If God does have to hit you in the head with a two-by-four to get your attention, he'll fix your head. You know, Jesus said it this way, you know, it's better to go to heaven missing, a, missing a, a, a hand than to go to hell with both of them. In other words, sometimes if you won't listen, you might lose something. But happy is the man whom God correcteth. Proverbs 3.11 said, My son despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he, he correcteth, even as a father the son in whom he delighteth. And Hebrews 12 and 5 uh, is is takes that and re-says re- it. He says, And have you forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children? My son despise not the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him for whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. And he scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. So even to some degrees, uh, none of us have been perfect listeners. We've all had to learn lessons the hard way. Revelation 3.19 says, For as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. So there are people that learn by listening. There are people that learn by experience. And folks, unfortunately, there are some people that never learn. You know, that's that's kind of the serious side of this broadcast tonight. I, I, I mean, I wish I could not speak about this in the last few minutes, but this isn't all hunky-dory. This isn't all rosy. There are people that will not listen to the voice of God, and then when things go wrong, they instead of, being interested in God talking to them and learning their lesson, now they're mad at God. They're angry at God. And they're angry at everybody else. I'm 63 years old. I've had a lot of experiences. I've met a lot of people. And I've met a lot of angry people. I've met a lot of angry old people. And many times, it's because they have refused to listen. But you know, you can still turn it around while there's life. You know, I added a category today because for years I've, I've said this for years. I've said there are people that learn by listening. There are people that learn by experience and then there are people that never learn. But I added a category today. Some people just haven't learned yet. You didn't listen. You haven't learned by experience. Maybe you just need to learn now. I'm not claiming that I'm God, and I'm not claiming claiming every word I speak is God's words. But I do know that God has given me some things to help people. He's given me. I believe. I, I think I got it from my my pastor. My pastor was not fancy. Um, he wasn't uh, the orator that maybe I, you know, I've heard in my life. I would be honored to think that I am like my pastor, pastor David Walters. He's passed away now, but he had a horse sense to him, a spiritual common sense. Like pastor pray for me that I can quit smoking. And he'd tell him quit buying them. <laughs> I mean, like if you don't want to smoke. Don't buy them anymore. You know, that, that, that was who he was. You know, he, he had a spiritual common sense, uh, He gave me one piece of advice. He gave me much advice over the years, usually through the pulpit, through the preaching. But I know just one piece of advice he gave me years ago that has made me successful financially. Just one thing he said, and I listened to it. I'm not going to go into what it was, but but I'm telling you that wisdom, learning by listening, Learning by experience if you must. But learn. Listen, learn. We can do this the hard way or we can do this the easy way. That's some of the old sayings that I, where did I write those down? You know, uh, we can do this the hard way. We can do this the easy way. There's, there's several of them, um, you know. uh let's see, where did I, where did I write these things down? I, I can't even find them here. But, but there are, you know there there are things in our life that that um, we just won't follow to our own hurt. You know th- this is um. You know this this topic tonight. Uh, you know I heard this brother Weeks say that ten percent of people that go into ministry stay in ministry. 90% of them don't make it. Now, some of the reason they don't make it is because they go off the deep end or they become carnal, they you know, let sin get a hold of them. But many of them that don't make it don't make it because they get so frustrated that people won't listen. I've got people in my life right now That won't listen. When people don't listen to me, I go silent. I usually don't talk to them. I just, I mean, I'll listen to them. It's not like I'm ignoring them. But they're not going to listen to me anyway. They just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. But if they would stop and say, what do you think I should do, Pastor? I've got an idea based on the Word of God. Well, let's see. I promised you I'd play a song. I might still do that. If you want to visit us this week here in Dickinson, Wednesday night at 7.30, we're having kind of a special service. It's We're going to just have a, a time of worship. We're going to take communion, and then Pastor Bob is going to order pizza for everybody. So uh, it's going to be kind of an abbreviated service, but we we would um, like to meet you. So seven thirty, five hundred one 501 Elks Drive. Tuesday night in Beach, 7.30 at the Beach Community Center. Thursday night in Bowman. 18 North Main Bowman. Wednesday night, there's a church service in Beulah, North Dakota. These are churches around us. Uh, We have a um, on on Sunday mornings, Sunday school at 10 o'clock and worship service at 11. Sunday school is for everyone. It's not just for kids. We have classes for the adults. There's even a class I teach, yours truly. It's a basic Bible class. And next week, we're talking about the topic of joy. Um, so we'd like to, to meet you Sunday, also Sunday mornings in Bowman. They have a service at ten thirty AM. You know, my wife and I were privileged. Oh, I'm running. Ooh, I'm running out of time. Yikes. Um, my, my wife and I were privileged, um, this last spring to take a bunch of my grandkids to Branson, Missouri. I took, I think 13 of them down there. We took them to this Jesus play there at the sight and sound and, um, and uh, it was so good but one of the things that really touched me about the life of Jesus is how when Jesus told Peter after Peter had been fishing all night let's go let's go fishing again and Peter said all right he said i've been fishing all night but i'll go and Peter's response when they caught that great uh fish uh that great amount of fish was just so touching to me in that in that musical so this song's kind of about that me and andrew We'd been fishing The best part Of last night We caught nothing For all our trying Come the morning And the light Then I saw him And he asked me To take him out a little way from the land He was teaching all the people They listened there in silence on the sand Come and follow Come and follow Come and follow Come and follow me Come and follow, come and follow, come and follow, come and follow me, follow me. When he ended all his teaching, he turned around and spoke again to me. He said, Simon. Go out farther, drop your nets once again to the sea. And I said, Master, we've been working since the sun down yesterday. But one more time, I'll throw them over just because it's you who say. Come and follow. Come and follow. Come and follow. Come and follow me. Come and follow. Come and follow. Come and follow. Come and follow follow me. Follow me. James and John. They're both my witnesses to the truth in what I've told and how our nets were filled to burst in more than both our boats could ever hold. And I fell down there before him crying, leave me, Lord, I'm full of sin. He said, Simon, don't be frightened, follow me, you will learn to fish for men. Come and follow, come and follow, come and follow, come and follow me. Come and follow, come and follow, come and follow. follow." Come and follow me, follow me, follow me. And Lord Jesus, tonight, as we close this broadcast, I pray that we're at whatever state we're in life. Whether we've are listening to you and need to be showing more truth, like like that baptism in Jesus' name, truth or maybe lord we haven't been following you and now we've come to a place in our life where we just need to we've experienced and now we need to start listening. Either way god i just pray for a listening audience that you'll touch them. God help them before they fall into that category of people that will never learn before it's too late. I just pray in the name of Jesus. In Jesus name god bless Lord willing next Sunday night at 806 mountain time I'll be back for another tell it like it is radio show until then good night have a good week and the problems of this world get when well,
3: I should be flying high